Gunnar, whenever you are in the middle of a pandemic, what is the first thing you want to do? Uh, first thing I want to do is, uh, obsessively refresh Google news. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's is a pick me up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No matter how many times I click, it's still no candy comes out. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I've been watching, uh, Korean movies. Nice. All right. Mm -hmm. What was the last one you saw? Uh, so, uh, train to Busan. Mm -hmm. So it's funny. Uh, or not funny, but fun. Um, uh, if you like zombies on a on, on a train, um, there you have it. So it's it's pretty good. That's great. That's great. Yeah. You uh, have you seen Snowpiercer? No, I haven't. Okay, another good train movie. Not technically Korean, but it was a Korean director. Um, okay, zombies. Uh, not that. Not not in the way that you're asking. No. Okay. Um, All right. But uh. Nice. Was there a strong like class war component to Train to Busan? Um, there was the one of the uh, antagonists was a, uh, a uh, like it was like a businessman and and all that. And I, I don't want to reveal too much, but um, mm -hmm. you know, there's the it's like you got to take care of everybody, um, and you know, instead of the uh, the elites, uh, yes. you know, screwing everything up. Yeah, so I'm noticing Korea's working some stuff out uh, through their mm -hmm. movie culture. I've noticed um, uh, the way you're describing Train to Busan. I know Parasite, um, mm -hmm. very like explicitly a class, a, a movie about class war or class mm -hmm. conflict. And then uh, I've I've recently settled into uh, Kingdom on Netflix. Yeah, I got to check that out. Super good. It's like uh, uh, let's say it's like Walking Dead, but the but it's like with the 28 Days Later zombies. You know the really fast ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then layered on top of that is like a Game of Thrones. Um, okay. And then kind of seasoned with a Korean amount of class war. And it's, uh, okay. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Probably a, a Korean amount of violence too. <laughs> yeah, it is. They are in a very much like games of Game of Thrones. They are unsentimental about the characters that they are introducing. <laughs> yeah. And well, also Walking Dead too. They, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, some actor starts uh, getting uh, up in arms about how much they're getting paid. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> that's right. been nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I can strongly, I can, I can definitely recommend Kingdom. I'm only on episode three, but I'm really enjoying it. It's, okay. it's fun. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, great set of hats. It takes place in them. Uh, I guess the Joseon uh, era in okay. Korea, like a medieval. Uh, and uh, man, some spectacular hats on these folks. Hmm. Okay. Really nice hats. So if, if you're a hat fan, that's like red meat. For, for sure. For sure. Right. Yeah. If you're a haberdasher. Right up your alley. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what, what do we got on What do we got on tap today, Dave? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see if you can notice a pattern here. We got uh, colorful masks. We have uh, colorful video conferencing and uh, colorful colors, but we also have uh uh, in the cutting room floor, some colorful uh, hype curves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it turns out Gartner published a, a hype cycle for emerging quarantines, mm -hmm. which is which is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, everyone should go check it out because it's if uh, I feel like it's a it's a very good satire for a very narrow audience. I think mm -hmm. like if you are a student of the Gartner hype cycle, you will really appreciate this Gartner hype cycle for emerging quarantines. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's not just made up either. It's it's very plausible. 
It's very plausible. Yeah. Hmm. So j- just j- to give so folks a taste of this, at the peak of inflated expectations, uh, they've placed a bias saxophone and Animal Crossing. <laughs> and then at the trough of disillusionment, they've got uh, text your ex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, extremely well done. Very, yeah. very well done. Nice. What, uh, nice. what else is on the uh, What else is on the cutting room floor? Yeah, so I don't know if I have the Smash Mouth thing, but there's another uh, Smash Smash Mouth video um, that you know is all star, but it was done by the cast of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation by splicing out like all the words they say um, into singing the song. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of time on somebody's hands. Yeah, cognitive surplus. Yes. And, <laughs> Speaking of cognitive surplus, uh, have you ever been to the Rutherford P. Hayes Presidential Museum? No, you know it's on my list, and uh, mm-hmm. somehow I haven't made haven't made it there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, just south of Toledo in Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, in Sandusky area. So if you go to the roller cap roller coaster capital of the world, uh, you could swing by there. And I'm sure it's closed right now, but uh, they actually do have a. Uh, 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 cryptozoology, uh, like monsters of Ohio exhibit. Nice. There. Very nice. Yeah. So it's like, it's more than just for, you know, the Rutherford P Hayes fans, you know, you, you got, you got some Mothman, you got the Lake Erie monster, um, all kind of good stuff. <laughs> all your Ohio favorites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All in one, on, under one roof. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, uh, well, Dave, if folks want to uh, check out this uh, this hype cycle or uh, need directions to the Rutherford P. Hayes uh, Presidential Museum, what website should they go visit? I don't know, Gunnar. Which, what website should we send them to? Oh, you got me! You got me! All right. Yeah. Uh, it's a, Keeping the streak yeah. alive. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, see what you did there. You took it and you turned it. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to go to uh, dgshow.org. It's a D as in Dave, G as in Gunnar, show.org. All right. Yeah. yeah. So one of your promises from last episode was it that we were mm-hmm. going to dedicate the next episode to a significant uh, amount of time on masks. Yeah. So okay. this has been uh, somewhere on that Gartner hype cycle for emerging quarantines. Uh, there's probably a obsessive uh, mask evaluation should probably mm-hmm. be on that, on that somewhere. Uh, and that is certainly how I comforted myself for about two weeks. Um, if you go to, I think the New York times had these, if you go on Reddit, there's plenty of them, uh, these visualizations of what the, uh, aerosolized virus, how that might behave. Um, oh, right. if you have been suspicious about whether you need to wear a mask or not, you just look at one of these animations and you realize, uh, exactly how much material leaves your body when you talk or sneeze, um, mm-hmm. and makes you extremely suspicious of others. It's, it's a fast track to get in a mask is what I'm saying. So that was my yes. experience anyway. Well, and but the thing though is that it doesn't protect you as much as it protects other people, right? Yeah, that's right. And so, and in fact, uh, um, unless you're wearing a you know a specialty you know like a rated mask, um, you are wearing the mask uh, for others, not for you, right? Um, and uh, so, ha- having said that, uh, you can you know, really you can wear anything over your mouth and you can catch, you know, uh, catch a good amount of whatever you can do is worth doing is the, is the mm-hmm. first part of the story. So some people just wrap a scarf around them. Um, there's a, there's some clever ways of tying a t-shirt around your head and creating a kind of a balakava uh, kind of a situation. Um, 
my, uh, my aunt who's a surgeon <laughs> without notice, uh, email or mailed me in the post, um, two blue shop towels, you know, the kind okay. of I'm talking about these like heavy oh, yeah. duty, you know, v- very towels. coarse. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, and, uh, uh, and I, and I figured out why is, uh, she was encouraged. She's a surgeon. As I mentioned, she's, she's encouraging mm-hmm. us to fold them in half and then, uh, fit them into the mask, um, to create a kind of an additional filter in there. Wow. Um, I've okay. also seen some folks take, uh, you can actually take just regular household tissue paper and with mm-hmm. a sufficient number of folds, you can create a moderately effective mask. Mm-hmm. But the whole point here is to, uh, not to eliminate, but to reduce the number of, uh, heavy droplets. And if you can, the, the number of kind of aerosolized, um, droplets that come out of your mouth. Now, if you wear a mask, Dave, for any length of time, like I'll, I'll walk Rosie wearing a mask and, uh, it turns pretty swampy in there pretty quick. Yes. And that's how, you know, it's working. Uh, because right. all that swampiness in there is the, all that is moisture that is not entering the air around you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. My experience was this at, at first I was, uh, I, I, in principle, I wanted to wear a mask, but nobody around me was wearing a mask. Nobody in the neighborhood was wearing right. a mask. And, uh, right. and I, it was making me increasingly anxious as the, as the days went on. Cause I, knowing what I knew about how, how potentially contagious, uh, everything is, um, it's worth saying that nobody is actually sure if kind of the aerosolized droplets are actually, uh, transmitting the disease or not. We just don't know. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, the heavier droplets definitely are in any way. Why would you take a chance? So, uh, I started wearing the mask early and it was interesting to see how people reacted to it. Um, mm-hmm. they began to avoid me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which is, which by the way was fine with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually, you know, right, right. um, like that old far side cartoon, uh, it's like nature's way of telling people do not approach. Right. And mm-hmm. there's like a picture of a crocodile bearing its fangs. There's a, you know, a picture of a puffer fish with the spines hanging out. And there's a picture of a guy in an overcoat holding a bazooka with a hat on his head or with a shoe <laughs> on his head. You know, yeah. uh, it's a, I was fine being the weirdo and having people avoid me. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, now going out with Soren and having him wear a mask as well, he obviously had questions about why he was wearing the mask and things like that. And, um, I found it, I found, I learned something from having to tell him the story. Um, mm-hmm. because what I, because what I was telling him is the truth is that, you know, we're wearing the masks so that we can take care of everyone else. We're taking care of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. And okay. that, is, that is definitely why I'm not wearing the mask thinking that I'm protecting myself. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm wearing the mask so that I don't accidentally infect somebody else if I'm, mm-hmm. if I happen to be carrying. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what's interesting though, is the, once you wear the mask for a while and now, you know, more and more people in the neighborhood, it started with the older folks. And now, you know, now everyone, unless you are a jogger, uh, mm-hmm. you are wearing, you are probably wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, let's bracket that. Cause I want to talk about the weird, uh, the running and jogging, uh, cohort. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the, um, once more people were wearing the mask, it was actually a nice kind of fellow feeling of everyone in the neighborhood. Like we were all taking care of each other by, by wearing this mask. It was nice. Um, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was nice to think that all these people were being so, so thoughtful about strangers. That was, that mm-hmm. was, that was, that was something that I talked about with Soren, but now, uh, I'm a runner myself and mm-hmm. I see, and I completely sympathize with the folks who were 
running without a bandana or a, without a mask on. Um, but as they were running close to me, <laughs> I became you less were running away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there's nothing magical about moving fast, right? Like that doesn't prevent those, uh, you know, those kind of right. vectors for infection. Um, and, uh, but I did see some runners, you know, are now like tying bandanas around their masks so that, you know, they have kind of, they at least have you know some layer of protection, um, right. which I, which I appreciated. Uh, but just, it was interesting that the, you know, as a group, we're all kind of feeling out what the norms are and what the boundaries are. And, um, I think I've been, I've been very aware of that over the last, uh, over the last couple of weeks, but now something else has settled in when wearing the mask is, uh, the mask can be a unifying force. And as I see other people wearing masks and we kind of wave to each other in a way that we wouldn't, you know, three months ago, three months ago, we would yep. just mostly ignored each other. And now we're like, Oh yeah, we're both wearing masks. Hello. Hello. Other mask wearing person. You know, it's, a, yes. it's something we now have in common. Um, uh, Another thing I've noticed, I've been reading articles about the weird uh, and unfortunate kind of psychology or sociology around um, uh, around people who are, if you are black or Hispanic and wearing a mask, like that has like an unwelcome connotation, um, which is comp, which is kind of not for us, not for us to unpack here. But I just wanted to, I felt like if we we're going to talk about the kind of psychology mm -hmm. of masks, it's worth mentioning that. Um, not everyone gets to wear a mask and uh, have it be a fellow feeling, right? Um, right. Like some people have, a, some people wear a mask and it's got a different connotation. Um, right. right. And which is, which has all kinds of bad consequences. Um, but then uh, now that I'm wearing a mask on a regular basis outside, I find it very easy to forget that the mask is not protecting me. The mask actually feels very safe. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I am protecting myself and I have to kind of, I have to very consciously remind myself that I am not protecting myself. I'm actually protecting other people. Mm, okay. Um, it, it's, it's interesting how the brain kind of slides in and out of this, like the mask, um, uh, the mask feels like safety if I can put it that way. Um, mm -hmm. but it is not actually creating safety in me. It's creating safety in other people. I just found that really interesting, um, how right. easy that was to forget, you know? Yeah. Like I wonder, like, like almost wearing, um, safety glasses would also help in terms of like mm -hmm. keeping, uh, stuff from getting in your eyes Yeah, yeah. or touching your eyes or face and mouth and all that, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, and that's the other, ostensibly that's one of the other advantages of wearing the mask is that you are, uh, every time you were tempted to go like wipe your nose or, uh, you know, touch your face, um, at least half your face is not cooperating. Right. Um, right. That's right. Yeah. It's a nice reminder. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, I've just been, I've been super interested in this and I've become a real student of, uh, of the different kinds of masks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, strap in for my four hour mask clinic. Um, yeah. the, <laughs> uh, so if you go on Etsy, there, last time I checked, there were something like 300,000 people selling masks of various kinds. All um, of a sudden. All of a sudden, uh, an, an amazing number of them are from Eastern Europe, hmm. uh, also from China, which mm -hmm. actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they probably haven't had an inventory. That's right. Yeah, um, and I've also been I've also been buying masks from local businesses who have pivoted from like you know there's a local like leatherworking store. Hmm. They make aprons and things like that, and they've taken all the apron material and they're now making face masks, right? Um, mm -hmm. another, 
another woman here makes uh kind of uh belts for running you know so you can hold your your cell phone while you're running um so she's she's pivoted that whole business over to making masks for the time being nice way to support local businesses and all the rest of it Mm -hmm. anyway so moral of the story is i've got like a dozen masks here (laughs) (laughs) and um here's here's if you're in the market for a mask dave here's what i recommend uh Uh first uh any mask is better than no mask of course for the reasons we just talked about even just the signaling value of you wearing a mask has has merit um and uh the second thing is there's two basic styles there's like the over the ear kind um yes we have two kind of elastic loops that go around yep. each ear and then you've got mm-hmm. the kind that wraps around the top and the bottom of your of your of your head so like one strap around the neck one strap around kind of over the ears mm-hmm. um one would think that the so the the around the ears are uh ostensibly more comfortable um mm-hmm. and a little less fussy because you don't have to like pull something all the way over your head um mm-hmm. But uh, if you plan on taking the mask on and off often, um, which a lot of people do around here, they only put the mask on as they're passing other people and then they'll take it off for comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely want the uh, around the neck, around the ears thing, and not the ear loops model. Really? Uh, oh, just because of chafing or? Yeah, well, because it, it'll, uh, there's no way if you take the mask off on the ears, there's nowhere to put the mask. But oh, uh, if okay. you, if you have the, if you have the neck and ears model, then you can just pull the top straps over and then just kind of hangs down like Hawkeye and mash. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so think about that as you're making your choice, um, mm-hmm. making sure it is, I thought it was uh, not important. It turns out it is very important to have a little piece of metal that goes over your nose, especially when you've got a nose like mine. Uh, you definitely want to kind of form the mask over your nose and have mm-hmm. it stick there. Um, mm-hmm. That is for comfort. Um, that's not, to, um, it's for protection of course, but um, it is actually much more comfortable to wear the mask when it is, when you can kind of form it around your nose. Um, okay. Otherwise it kind of squishes. Right. right. Uh, and then uh, finally uh, make sure that you, the mask that you're, that you're making or buying, make sure that it's got a little pocket so you can stick, uh, stick your shop towels in there, stick your tissues oh, in right. there. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. I heard people doing coffee filters. Sure. Why not? Right. Yeah. Couldn't hurt. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, the other thing is uh, make sure that you are rotating your masks. Um, yes. Uh, don't uh, well, and actually, if, if especially it's gotten warm here and it gets uh, pretty swampy inside that mask, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so you won't need a reminder to not wear the same mask twice because it gets pretty skunky <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do? You throw them in the washing machine, or, or what do you? Uh, do? Interesting. So I get uh, the manufacturers give me different guidance on this. Um, mm-hmm. Several of the Etsy vendors want me to hand wash these items. Okay. Um, I don't exactly know why. Uh, mm-hmm. They seem all kind of fabricy. I think uh, I think maybe the thing that they're most worried about is the elastic bands disintegrating mm-hmm. in the dryer, which okay. I can, which I can understand. But um, I think, uh, but in a pinch, uh, if you find yourself short of clean masks, um, there's a we'll put a link to this in the show notes. There's actually an interest. There's a kind of a fun like origami mask you can make with just like a bandana or a oh right um, or a pocket yeah. square, yeah. Um, so yeah. you take two, uh, hair ties and, mm-hmm. uh, put it through there, fold it over a couple times and, uh, you can actually give yourself a pretty, pretty, pretty good and pretty comfortable mask. It's not bad mm-hmm. at all. Okay. Um, but I like your suggestion on a uh, face mask. I'm actually going to save up and uh, buy one of these, uh, Cthulhu leather face masks with the, uh, the, <laughs> the brass and the leather tentacles. This thing looks mm-hmm. very functional. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want people to cross the other side of the street, um, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing says don't mess with me like dressing like a great old one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and and with all the masks too, it's like you know, are people going to wear them inside of banks? And you know, how does that all work? And uh, yeah, uh, businesses around here won't. Uh, several business, actually, all the businesses in here, they don't. You are not even allowed in the store unless you are wearing a mask. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's exciting. Okay. Um, have you bought your Have you bought a mask yet, Dave? Uh, my daughter's been making them. So oh, that's right. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So she cranked out like I don't know, like about a dozen of them already. So yeah. So it's uh, great. Yeah, and she's worried too that it you know for some people it could be a moral hazard of like oh I got my mask I can go anywhere I can I can you know so yeah. you still want to be judicious about exposing exposing yourself because like you said it's it's not a shield it doesn't it's it's meant to protect others not you yeah yeah that's right yeah. Um, oh one last interesting piece of sociology or psychology here is uh, I find myself paying obviously paying a lot of attention to the kinds of masks other people are wearing. And mm -hmm. if I see someone wearing something that looks like actual, like official PPE kind of equipment, like I've mm -hmm. seen some folks walk around with like actual N95 masks on, mm -hmm. I am very judgy about that. Oh, cause they're using something that could be used elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Mm, that's interesting. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, as so a matter no, fact, that's no same... rubber glove, uh, high five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, so that's my that's that's where I am on masks. Uh, um, okay. I, f I hope this has been useful. All right. Yeah. So a little a little more follow up is mm -hmm. remember uh, the colors lol that was like AI generated. Yes. Yeah. Of course, we got the we got the shout out in the last episode. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. There's another competing website out there called colornames.org, where instead of AIs naming them, you get to name them. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So, you know, 24-bit colors, right? So you got red, green, blue, eight bits a piece. Two to the 24th uh, power is approximately 16.7 million different mm -hmm. colors that you could mm -hmm. choose from. And um, But what you could do is you can name them, and you can also go through and um, uh, vote on your favorites. Um, so, like, some of them that I saw was uh, there's Muted Hulk, um, <laughs> there is bossy red, but if if you go, go check out the, uh, the link there, the color names.org dash or slash fresh and it'll give you, um, I'm clicking nice, yeah. through. Oh, this is great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. So you vote it up, vote it down. Moose green. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Too hot pink. <laughs> These are great. This is really yeah. fun. Awesome. If if the sky wasn't polluted, it was a <laughs> nice one. That's good. Yeah. That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Gray's Anatomy Blue. Um, <laughs> so all, all kinds there. But uh, yeah, go ahead and try it out. It it reminded me a lot of the. Uh, uh, I don't know if you ever heard like the. Uh, uh, radio commercials for like you, you can uh, name a star after somebody. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 But this is a color. Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah. I, have you seen this uh, Avatarify? No, but I, I, you know, after I, I've had great success with Snapcam 
uh, this mm-hmm. last week. People really enjoy when I sh- when I show up to meetings as a potato. Yes, stuff like that. That's really fun. Yeah. So the the same way the the concept is the same where you create this uh, like virtual camera device mm-hmm. that will basically intercept what's coming in the camera, do a modification to it, and then um, use pump that out for any video app to use. And so there's this open source program um, that you could use for Skype, for um, Zoom, whatever. Um, it runs on Windows, Mac, Linux, uh, called Avatar of Ify. Um, that what it'll do is it'll basically create um, deep fakes of of whoever you want, and um, and it'll you could pump it into um, video conferencing. So there's an example video of. Uh, 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 quote unquote, Elon Musk showing up to uh, a Zoom call, and and people like like the people showed up and they're like, oh my gosh, it's Elon Musk. And then the the person starts talking and you could see the mouth moving and it was it was lined up pretty well, but mm-hmm. um but the voice had absolutely sounded absolutely nothing like Elon Musk, right? Um, so it kind of it fell apart there, but uh, but it, you got to have a pretty serious uh, GPU. To take advantage of it, it uses uh, um, TensorFlow, I think, to uh, um, to to basically create this mask and and do a live deepfake. Where in the past, I thought, boy, you got to do, um, yeah, it's a lot of offline rendering you got to do, but to do it real time is amazing. Yeah, that is amazing, and the fact and doing it on what is more or less consumer class hardware is uh, remarkable. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, which is makes it fearsome. You know, the whole fake news thing and. All that you know, it's like gonna be incredible. Yeah. Well, and it makes me it makes me think about uh, like it. I wonder if we have to think about authentication in a different way, especially now that video conferencing is ubiquitous, right? Right. Um, it's basically by luck that uh, that somebody hasn't been able to abuse this yet. But um, it seems like I mean services like Google, where your presence is tied to your Google account, which is presumably well protected, right? Whether it's your yes. work account or your personal account, that's one thing. But like something like Zoom, where you can just go in and type whatever name you want, um, right. it's not really vetting you in any meaningful way. Um, mm-hmm. Seems ripe for uh, seems ripe for shenanigans. Right? Yeah, it's like you could impersonate uh, Joe Biden or Santa Claus, Easter Bunny. <laughs> My boss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That too. Raises for everybody. (laughs) You're all fired. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. Is there any upside of this? Uh, no, no, there's no, (laughs) (laughs) no, I don't don't think so at all. No, I think this is a hundred percent negative. I think it's a fun trick. It's cool that we can do it. But. Well, it's also, I think, a um, it's a practical example to show uh, to make it deepfakes mainstream to you know show mm-hmm. how like don't believe everything you see. Yeah, and uh, yeah, interesting. You got me thinking about you know people having to authenticate themselves on video conferences, right? Um, so like, yeah, you know, give, you give everybody on your team a one-time pad, and then they got to read out the right sequence of numbers before the meeting can start. Like, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no, they they could do a dance and kept do the authentication through dance. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You could uh, you could even uh, force everybody to uh, violently shake their head back and forth and see if you can detect some latency. And, uh, right. 
<laughs> and, and Quite usual. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if people do happen to think of a positive use for this, uh, and, or if they want to uh, purchase tickets ahead of time to uh, see the, the Grassman, Mothman, and other Ohio's other mythical creatures at the Rutherford P. B. Hayes Museum, uh, mm-hmm. where, where should we send them? Oh, they should go to a dgshow.org. Uh, that's a D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. Yep, exactly. Yep. Okay. Right. Wear a mask, Dave. Don't touch your Yeah. Face. Yes. Yeah. Sweet dreams, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>